All aboard! You just made a wrong turn. Heavens to Murgatroyd, even. Onto the Harland Highway. You've got... The cancer's at the anus. Why, George, I think he's got it. Stop it! Stop it! You're busting my heart. It's Harlan Williams. <laughs> Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise, or five-year mission to Baltimore. What are you doing here, Kirk? Scotty's remains are lost up in space. Yeah, I heard about that. Apparently, uh, you know, Scotty died, and they put his remains in an urn, and they uh, were supposed to, uh, you know, drop them from space or something, and they got lost up there. Scotty's remains are floating around in space. They might be devoured by the Klingons. Yeah, I don't think Klingons really exist. What are you talking about? The Starship Enterprise has been attacked by the Klingons over and over again. Uh, there is no Starship Enterprise, Kirk. Captain's log. Stardate 57321, an imposter is suggesting that the Starship Enterprise doesn't exist. Kirk, this is a real story. Scotty was a guy who played a guy on your TV show, Star Trek, okay? And he wanted his remains taken up into orbit, and they got lost up there. Now Scotty's ashes are floating around in orbit. Captain's log, Stardate 5732... Someone is trying their brainwashing techniques, trying to suggest that the Starship Enterprise does not exist, and that Scotty, my first officer, is floating around in space like so much space stuff. Okay, Kirk, knock it off. What I'm telling you is real. I must ask you to go down to the bridge. What bridge? The bridge over troubled water, Simon and Garfunkel. Get out of here. Are you high on something? I've been snorting Scotty's dust. What? Scotty's space dust right up my nose. I'm high as a kite right now. Get out of here, Kirk. I would if I could find the bridge. Get out of my office. God. Out. Get out of here. Oh, God. Ah, yes, good old Scotty. I cannot do it, Captain. I don't have the dilithium crystals. Did we ever figure out what dilithium crystals were, by the way? I know what crystals are, but do we, do we know what the word dilithium means? <laughs> I love the way they just made up a word and it sounded so official and so uh, so perfect for their needs. It was the dilithium crystals that powered the Starship Enterprise. Um... God, space, huh? How do you like these guys, that, these these millionaires, these, these guys that have, you know, millions and millions of dollars and they buy a ticket to go up into space and they don't really land anywhere. Like, they don't land on a planet. They don't land on the moon. They just really go up into orbit and um, float around. You know, these guys are paying like $5 million, $20 million, $35 million for a trip up to the atmosphere, right, into orbit, and then back. Would you pay that much? 
I guess so, right? If you got all the money, you know, how about that? You pay 30 million bucks to go into space and you come back and you still have $700 million. How many of you are struggling just to pay the $6,000 or the $2,000 on your Visa card? Don't you love that? Don't you love the way there's so much diversity in people's incomes and their lifestyles? That's what I kind of hate about sports, right? Like you watch a baseball game or a football game. Let's say baseball, right? You're watching. You got Manny Ramirez. You got uh, Derek Jeter. You got A-Rod. You got all these superstars, right? And kind of the way they package it, it's like, Hey, look at these super athletes, right? But then strip away all the marketing and the team logo and the press and the hype. And then just like watch the game for what it is and go, um, I'm watching like 30 millionaires play a game of ball, right? If you peel away all the hype, all the crap, what do you got? You've got... A-Rod, who makes something like, you know, $35 million a year, and Derek Jeter and, and all the rest of them. So what are you doing? You're paying 45 bucks, 60 bucks, 100 bucks to go eat a hot dog, sit in a giant stadium, and watch a bunch of millionaires run around the bases and hit balls. Multi-millionaires. Okay, picture this. Let's say someone said to you, hey, let's go to the baseball diamond and watch one of the Rockefellers and Bill Gates and uh, the guy who owns Fox and a bunch of uh, rich oil sheiks. Let's go sit, pay 40 bucks, and let's go sit in a baseball diamond and watch Bill Gates try to hit a grand slam over the wall. Right? Because that's what you're doing. You're watching millionaires play a game it's kind of weird i almost feel like sports figures should be more scrappy right they should be kind of underdogs guys who you know like that movie raging bull they go home and they walk around the house in a wife beater shirt and they yell at their wife hey bring me a pork chop bring it over bring it over here it's burnt. It's burnt like a piece of charcoal. Yeah, well, you just played for the Yankees. Yeah, well, the Yankees just paid for that pork chop that you burnt like a piece of charcoal. <laughs> Did you just spit on the floor? Yeah, what about it? Uh, I just wondered. You know, I wish sports figures were grittier, and I don't mean like the thug mentality. A lot of these yahoos in the nfl you know every year some guy gets knocked up on a gun charge or attempted murder or dog fighting or drug possession no 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 i don't mean that crap that's for losers i'm talking about guys that just have some attitude and live in a dirty two-bedroom apartment and can barely feed their kids and the only kind of reprieve they have is, you know, four nights a week they get to look forward to getting out on that ballpark and making some magic happen for the hardworking folks that came and bought a ticket and are sitting in the crowd eating a hot dog. 
<laughs> no way. These guys put on their three-piece suits and their gold watches and got on their private jet and flew into the city and got the limo to the Ritz-Carlton and then got a massage from their trainer for two hours before they pranced out onto the field. And you're paying 12 bucks for a hot dog and 8 bucks for a beer and 65 bucks for your seat. So you can watch a bunch of multi-millionaires <laughs> play a little baseball. Nice. I'd like to see some of these millionaire baseball players go in and uh, run Microsoft. Huh? Derek Jeter sitting there with Bill Gates. <laughs> right? A-Rod running the Fox News empire. Right. Oh, what a world. The Fox News Empire. Speaking of Fox, man, do you watch the news? Do you watch Fox? Do you watch CNN? Have you noticed that the damn anchor people are like, especially on Fox, the other ones, some of them, but a lot of these uh, these anchor people are hotties. They're like getting, Fox has got blondes with like, they have their legs hanging out with, 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 street walking pumps and their legs are all shiny and their hair's done and they get this makeup on and damn forget the Victoria's Secret fashion shows they do I'm watching the news man they got some hotties on there woohoo give me some CNN ass <laughs> yeah Give me some Fox News booty. I'll have me some MSNBC Hooters. Woohoo! Yeah, they are hot, Baba. Yeah, that's right. Look at that hot mama. And guess where I'm talking about seeing the hot mama? Yeah, on the news. Fox, MSNBC, uh, CNN, all these news channels, the hottest chicks on the planet aren't at spring break anymore. They're not in Milan. They're not in Paris. They're not on the catwalks in New York. They're anchoring the news all day long on cable television, man. You turn on the news, you're thinking, oh, great. Here's another one of those infomercials for Girls Gone Wild. What's this hottie going to do? And then all of a sudden she opens her mouth. She gets like, tonight in Tikrit, there's been another car bombing in Iraq. Three soldiers were wounded and nine went to the hospital. Sounds like the government, you know, I mean, what the hell, huh? It's heating up out there in cable news country. These chicks are supermodels. And they're smart, too. I mean, they're talking about world affairs, politics, wars. This is me watching the news. I'm sitting there watching for half an hour. My buddy comes in. Hey, man, what's on the news? Anything happen? Uh, what? I said anything happened on the news. Uh, uh, yes, she's a 10 out of 10. No wonder it's kicking Katie Couric's ass. You're over the hill, baby. You're competing with the uh, Supermodel League now. Hello! I gotta go watch me some news gone wild. 
Although in keeping with the whole news anchor theme, I got to say it's it's actually getting a bit out of control because I don't know if you've noticed this. I don't know if you watch the cable news or any news, but have you noticed how all of a sudden every news anchor and their sister has a book? Like that there's like there's like anchors from CNN and there's anchors from MSNBC and Fox and CBS and NBC and and they've got a book. So suddenly some chick who's doing, you know, 3 hours a day on the stock market and some kid buried in a hole somewhere <laughs> suddenly she's got this big book she's promoting, uh, Jane Valendez, How I Survived Ostrich Eggs, right? Or some bizarre title. And suddenly, you know, this chick's in, plugging her own book on the primetime news. And it's like a self-help book or or it's like, why did you write this book? Well, I thought my story was very dramatic when I was an addict and I was abused and I had very low self-esteem. So I thought by telling my story, I could help other people with their story. Oh, please. Don't you hate people that use that excuse to get their BS out into the world or to make some money from the tabloids? Right, like uh, that Mackenzie Phillips chick, who came out and said that uh, you know she she'd been making whoopee with her daddy for like thirty two years, right? And people are like, well, why are you coming out? And, and instead of saying, well, I wanted to make money off a book, they always use that old crutch. Oh well, I, you know, I thought if I could tell my story, it would inspire people and help them through their story. You know, I I don't know if I'm buying that. I don't think so. How about you're looking for some bucks to keep your uh, lavish celebrity lifestyle to to keep going? And, you know, these people that claim to be the poster people for, for a cause... Do you ever stop to think what happens to them, you know, two weeks after the media hype goes away? Do you ever really hear from them again? Right? Like, you know, Drew Carey had a book where he was molested by his dad and, you know, uh, some celebrity did this and Roseanne had a past life and was molested by her mother and... Someone else was an alcoholic, and someone was a drug addict, and someone abused ladybugs with a microscope. Well, I thought that if I told my story, it would help others cope with their issues. And how about no? How about you're just a doorknob, maybe? And I don't really trust your motives. All right, am I being too pessimistic here, or am I reflecting just exactly what you would want to say? To these people. I don't know. Let's face it. Some people have problems, but when people get out there and profit from their bad choices in life and their, their questionable lifestyles and then try to make it look like they're helping the rest of us by bringing it out into the light. Now, I, I don't know. I just really question that one. But by the way, did I ever tell you about the time my father... No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But my mother, she... No, I'm kidding. 
Okay, my mother used to make me stand in the closet covered with bacon grease. No, I'm kidding. But I'm going to write a book about it. I was a teenage bacon boy. I was a... Why mommy made me bacon? You know, some catchy name for some ridiculous symptom. Learning to live with bacon and loving it. Why I Won't Let Bacon Beat Me Down by Harlan Williams. A stunning new self-help book by Harlan Williams. I may be bacon, but I'm still a little boy. Harlan Williams presents Don't Let Bacon Run Your Life. I don't know. Did you get where I'm going with this? People writing books about every little do-ditty that ever happened to them. Good Lord. Good Lord. And speaking of traumatized, uh, what is the name of your town where you live or you grew up? You might have grown up in a big city like Seattle or New York, but many of us grew up in small towns, you know, with funny little names like Cranberry or, you know, Wiggletown or uh, Blueberryville or something. Well, how would you like, and pardon my French here, you know, I try to keep the show clean, but this just came to my attention when I was planning a vacation and I was cruising the internet and I think I might go on a vacation to a town called fucking Austria, okay? And I'm not using that as a cuss word. There is a town in Austria over there in Europe case some of you don't know where Austria is. It's not in Texas. That's Austin. There's a little town of 700 people in Austria called Fucking. F-U-C-K-I-N-G. Um, and let me give you a little history on fucking. <laughs> no, this isn't a sex ed class. This is a geography class, okay? The settlement of fucking has existed since at least 1070, okay? So it's an old town, and... Uh, Oh, I stand corrected. I'm looking at it here. It only has a population of 107. So there's only 107 Fuckonians. Is that what you would call them? Hi, I'm from fucking. Oh, you're a Fuckonian. Yeah, I guess so. You got a fucking problem with that? No, I'm just saying you're a Fuckonian. Fucking right I am. (laughs) Oh, God. This is spiraling real fast. <laughs> now, it says here that fucking's most famous feature is its traffic sign with its name on it, with, with something what tourists often get their picture taken with because, you know, you got to go home and show all your friends, hey, look, man, I was, uh, I was in fucking. Don't ever say that I'm not kinky and I'm a swinger, huh? I was in fucking. Have you ever been in fucking? And, of course, people steal the sign all the time. Probably guys from America. Check out my road sign, man. Fucking. Oh, that's fucking cool. Fucking right it is. Um, so, I don't know. Would you, would you like to have that name? The name fuck? 
I guess it came from a family that once existed there. Uh, there was a, a family of fucks that settled there. <laughs> and that sounds so demeaning, but that's just their last name. Can you imagine running around life with that last name, man? Imagine uh, a roll call at school in Austria. Yeah, Van Vogelwagen here. Uh, Schigelvlaugen here. Uh, Van Schleigendefleugen here. Und fuck here. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Fuck here. Fuck here. <laughs> oh God. Imagine getting pulled over by the uh, the cops. Guys, see your driver's license, please, Mister Mister Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Right. I'd love to see that on uh, like a you know on sports teams, like uh, hockey or baseball. They they put the uh, they put the player's last name on the back of the jersey. Right? Imagine that in a baseball game, the World Series. Well, here we are. It's the New York Yankees against the Detroit Tigers, and it looks like Fuck is stepping up to the plate. Fuck, who's hitless in his last three games, is really looking for a big hit here. There he goes. He stands at the plate. He lines up the ball, and Fuck hits it out of the park. Holy fuck, it's going back, back, back and fuck it's a home run fuck okay is this going too far should i just shut the fuck up move on to another town wouldn't that be cool if if the the next two towns like you had fucking was the first town and then the next town was a town called awesome and then the next town after that was called dude so in, in one day, you could drive through that part of the country. You could drive through fucking awesome, dude. Okay, that's... Have we had enough of this fuck, fucking? Okay, well, pardon my French. We were just talking about a town, if you just tuned in. Um, don't be offended. And, uh, you know, if you got any travel plans, I really want you to think about fucking. <laughs> oh god i'm out of here oh street names man i'm in florida i don't know if you've ever been to florida but you know all the street names are nautical okay you don't want to get lost in florida it's like you pull up to somebody it's like uh, hey man i'm uh, i'm lost can you help me get to the mall and they're like oh yes you just go down to parrot feather take a left on coral key Go all the way up to Coconut Grove, past Seashell Alley, go right there to Sea Turtle, and then take a right and go all the way around Coral Reef Crescent. And then you'll be right there, the mall, you can't miss it. It's on SpongeBob Boulevard. Oh, okay. Thanks. And your name? Uh, Sally Flamingo. Thanks, Sally. No problem. The Harland Highway. Gonna go eat some shrimp. This is Eddie. He wants to party, but they just hang up. Hello. Hey, how's it going, man? It's Eddie. 
Hmm? Hey, Teddy, how you doing? Hello? Hey, Teddy. Could I see if you want to maybe grab a beer? Throw on the barbecue or whatever? Maybe, uh, you know, have a couple of Budweiser, some ribs? What do you think? Maybe, uh, corn on the cob? You know, we could have a good old barbecue. You in or what? Maybe, uh, some sausages, some chicken breasts? Couple of Heinekens, whatever, you know. Just have a beer. You, uh, you down or what? What did you say this was? It's Eddie from the hardware store, man. Maybe grab a couple of beers or something. I don't know. I got the afternoon off. Calling for? I'm just looking for anyone to, you know, have a beer, maybe throw a barbecue together. You in or we could drop by? I don't know. I'd have to see what my husband said. Okay, well, is he there? Can you check it out or love to throw a little barbecue, have some beers? Well, maybe I could just come by and we could have a couple of Budweiser's and I could wick up some ribs for us. What do you think? I don't know. Could be a lot of fun. I'll make a wicked barbecue. Got the afternoon off. I got nothing better to do. How about you? Oh, what about tomorrow? I don't know. Um, what about maybe the day after that, then? What the, what the hell? Hey, what the hell? I thought we were on from, what the hell? Hey, man, it's Eddie. How's it going? Huh? It's Eddie. How you doing, man? Sorry, I got their own uh, phone number. You want to go uh, grab a beer or something or what? No. Maybe throw in the barbecue, have a frosty? What the hell? Hey, what the hell? That was Eddie. He wants to party, but they just hang up. Oh, poor Eddie. Did you hear the way that that chick was almost kind of like, it almost sounded like she was getting into the guy for a minute and that kind of sleepy voice, (laughs) you know, obviously she was like laying in bed and she's like, well, my husband's not home right now. And 
you know, Eddie's like, well, maybe I could come over. And she's like, I don't know. Wow. Imagine that if Eddie actually finally got through to someone. What a joyous day that would be. Wouldn't have to sit at home alone, cruising the Internet. Hello. Did you do that? Yeah, you, you guys listening, did you do that? Even, even you girls listening? How many of you are out there watching the porn, you know? You, you, you see stories on the news about this huge Internet porn industry, right? People running around with their laptops. And how many of you guys out there has this happened to, okay? I'm, I'm speaking to you guys, right? You're, uh, you're at home. You're all by yourself. You got the house to yourself. You're feeling a little, uh, you know, randy. So you, uh, you fire up the old laptop, right? And you flip it open. You're sitting there at your table somewhere. You got your laptop and you're like, oh, nobody's around. You take all your clothes off. Yeah, this is happening all over the country, all over the world. Take your clothes off. You're sitting there uh, watching your your cyber sex, and then all of a sudden, the cleaning lady shows up, or the pool guy, or the gardener, or the wife comes home early, right? And all of a sudden, you're like, slam! <laughs> you slam the laptop down right on your nutsack. And then suddenly it's not a laptop anymore. It's like a George Foreman grill. You know how those batteries heat up your uh, laptop, right? So now you're you're trying to cover the evidence and your balls are getting flattened and fried inside your laptop. (laughs) And the girlfriend or the wife busts you. She goes, you've been looking at porn again. You're like, no, no, not me. She's like, oh, yeah, well, how come half the letters of the alphabet and the Apple logo are stamped in your nut bag? Oh, I don't know. Busted. Oh, what a world. What a world. Stick with the real thing. I think it's a lot better, and you don't have to worry about slamming anything. Well, you know. There's always time for some good slamming, right? But... Not the painful kind. So until next time, everybody, keep it clean. Keep doing the good slamming. And uh, who knows? Maybe even book a ticket, take a trip to fucking, and do some slamming. (laughs) God. Thanks for joining me. Sorry if it got a little dirty, but, uh, you know, that's the name of the town. That's the name of the game. And until next time, chicken chow main, baby.